I'm not interested in creating another codependent relationship. What I want for people deeply is to develop their own self-leadership skills in order to create a codependent relationship with themselves. Hello, hello. You are listening to Your Unapologetic Career. Being a woman of color faculty in academic medicine who wants to make a real difference with your career can be tough. Listen, these systems are not built for us, but that doesn't mean we can't make them work for us. In each episode, I'll be taking a deep dive into one core growth strategy so you can gain confidence and effectiveness in pursuing the dream career you worked so hard to achieve. All you have to do is tune in to your unapologetic career with me, your host, Kemi Dole, physician, surgeon, researcher, coach, and career strategist for an always authentic, sometimes a little raw, but unapologetically empowering word. I keep it real for you because I want you to win. Are you building the academic career you want or hard at work checking boxes on everyone else's to-do list? A successful career doing the work that you love doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your values, your family, or your joy. Stop trying to be everything to everybody and get to learning the strategies that will 3x your productivity, hone your passions into grant-funded projects, and create the career you worked so hard to achieve. If you have been to every career development workshop that sounded great, but didn't actually deal with the kind of institutional pressures you face, if you are working hard, but somehow stuck in inefficiency, putting everyone else's priorities first, if you spent years training and sacrificing to become academic faculty, and here you are still working nights and weekends on the projects you care most about, I'm here to tell you that you can walk away from this institutional mindset forever and take control of your career with clarity and strategy. Every day, I help early career women of color faculty in academic medicine, like you, reframe and recreate their academic life so that they can channel their ideas, passions, and skills into grant-funded work with institutional support. And that is why this episode is brought to you by Get That Grant, my six-month comprehensive high-performance coaching program for high-achieving early career women of color faculty in academic medicine who are ready to reclaim career control and secure grant funding doing the work they love. In Get That Grant, we help you kick imposter syndrome to the curb for good so you lead your career with clarity and confidence. We teach you productivity and strategy skills for grants and papers to maximize your chances of success without wasting your time abandoning your passion, or working yourself into the ground. We help you to build the foundation for an amazing and fulfilling academic career, changing your life and the lives of everyone your work will touch. Yes, this future is possible for you, and it's waiting on you to make the first step. If you're ready for career success without sacrifice, I encourage you to book a coaching consult call today by visiting kemidole.com backslash grant. After you book your call, you will complete an in-depth career foundations assessment, helping you identify the gaps in your foundation that are holding you back from enjoying the career you work so hard to achieve. No more secret worrying that you just don't have what it takes. 
This career assessment will show you exactly where you need to focus to up-level your experience and your impact. Book a coaching consult today to get your career foundation score. Visit kemudole.com backslash grant to book your call. Hello, hello. All right. It's me again. And yes, if you couldn't already tell just by the first few seconds, I am recording in the car. <laughs> you know, when there's like all these messaging around, you know, you just like, you re- we really have to own who we are, right? We have to accept who we are, all that stuff. And it's like, okay, what does that really look like? I'll tell you all what that looks like for me. I got a fancy microphone. I got the fancy sound equipment. I like did this beautiful thing in our guest bedroom turned home office during the pandemic, made that environment like kind of very cozy and inspirational to me. It's got my candles. It has all of the stuff. And and I love it. And it's great. And when I there are some episodes that I sit down and I like kind of really plan out. Y'all might be able to tell the difference. I don't know. And I record them there and it's like, okay. And then so often I just get hit with inspiration and I hit record and it's like bomb. And so one of the ways in which I practice and I'm practicing right now is like own who you are, like own your process is this, is that I had to let go of the perfectionism of the perfect audio and, you know, the crisp sounding everything and let go of that to own the fact that not just who I am, my inspiration comes at random times, including driving in the car, but also letting go of, you know, that external definition of like success, right? Those external check marks, because ultimately what matters the most to me, for you all, and to me on this podcast for myself is that I am sharing with you authentically and I am thinking very specifically and deliberately about how my words can be helpful, how they can shift the way that you have thought about something or approach something in order for you to access more and more and more of your personal potential. So today, I want to talk about the difference between investing in or relying on a person versus a process. And the actual example I'm going to use is coaching because, you know, I've been talking a lot about coaching, obviously. I talk about it in every single one of my newsletters. You know, my newsletters are focused on some coaching concept or some mindset issue to think about to help people shift out of their usual patterns. And what inevitably happens is like whether people are consuming like the very first thing they've ever read or heard from me or like, you know, they've been on my OG train since like literally the summer of 2019, at some point they start to say, or, you know, a lot of times it's like, hey, wait a minute, like, maybe this is something for me. Like, I am interested in coaching. I am interested in developing my own potential. I am interested in, you know, somebody who has no institutional conflict of interest, as I put it, right, who's also not just like my friend to kiki with, who is both of those things, but also very much invested with me in my future and my future success. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for that. So I want to talk about being at that place of saying, okay, yeah, this is, I'm intrigued. Yes, this is something I want to make, I want to have available for me. And then how you then move forward from there and saying, okay, where do I go? You know, what, where am I going to go to get this? And I'm going to make it specific, and I think it's going to work to then expand it out to like a larger idea in terms of how we approach our careers in general. So 
Here we go. This is about the difference between investing or relying on a person versus a process. And I'm literally going to use myself as an example because, you know, yes, I have a big personality. I am coming to terms with this. (laughs) I am who I am. And in a lot of ways, I've talked about this when I've been a guest on other people's podcasts is that I just innately coach. Like I just like, it's like breathing to me. Like somebody comes to me and they start talking about some issue they're having or some whatever. And like, I just start asking coaching questions. Like I just start showing them some mindset issues. I just immediately start strategizing about like what they have available to them and how they can shift it to make it work for them. I do this like breathing. I have always done this. It was not until, you know, several years ago that I realized that, oh, this thing that I'm doing is called coaching. And, oh, there's this whole like rubric around it and training. You can, it was a way for me to take something that was an innate skill in being able to, in just the perspective that I see and being able to shift that and help people move past when they're stuck or help people really maximize their potential. And it's been Wonderful, 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 wonderful. And one of the things that happened to me that was like so helpful at the very beginning, I'm so grateful, is that I found my business coach. Her name is Jerisha Hawk. She's incredible. And I found her early, not early enough because I wasted my time with some other folks, but I found her early enough and was exposed to a fundamental principle that has guided me the entire time that I have been creating and running my own coaching business, coaching practice. And it has so bled into so many other areas of my career, which is that to offer true value to people, to create something, to be able to really, you know, create the service that you want into something that is deliverable and something that is highly valuable. You have to be able to move from yourself as the product, right, from selling yourself to be able to sell and offer a process, right? I learned this early on. And so from the very, very beginning, in the same way that I started to honestly get serious about, oh, I have this innate skill, like, ooh, isn't this fun? Yeah, to get serious from going from that, like, maybe we'll have a great conversation to, no, let me learn. Let me actually learn and train in some specific coaching techniques. Like, let me actually do the reading I need to do and like do the assessments I need to do to get clear on how these different coaching frameworks work and how I want to apply them. Along those same lines, I also from the very beginning said, you know, what I want to do is to be able to show people a process, right? So that they can follow. So it's not about necessarily just like proximity to me and these, you know, these kind of instinctive conversations but also something tangible, y'all, like a process so that you can then follow along yourself and see your own development and your own progress. And so the reason why I think it's so important when you are in the space where you're like, oh, okay, now I am really thinking about investing in a coach, finding a coach, investing in a program is like, I really want you to consider that you want to do a lot more than investing in a coach. Like what you get let me pause. Okay. (laughs) So what you want to do is you want to think about developing yourself in order to 
shift almost if you think about the slope of the line, shift the slope of the line of your potential and trajectory to get more and more and more of what you want out of your career and, you know, ultimately your life. And so the reason why I feel so strongly about having a process is that what I don't want to replicate with any of the people, any of the clients who show up to coach with me is some new codependent relationship where now it's, oh, unless I literally have Kemi on the phone, then I can't succeed. I can't get where I want to go. Because you know what? Even though that might be like a nice ego boost, like, ooh, yes, like I am the one, whatever. Even though that like might be nice, it's actually ultimately a betrayal of the values of the whole reason why I'm here. Because I'm not interested in creating another codependent relationship. What I want for people What I want for people deeply is to develop their own self-leadership skills in order to create a codependent relationship with themselves as their own leader, right? As the person who can get themselves out of mindset blocks and the person who can apply strategies and understand how to adapt them as they move through their career. That's actually what I like and deeply oriented towards and want and what I see with my clients. And so When I say to you, regardless, like this is not about like my particular coaching. This is about anybody who's looking for help, anybody who's looking for coaching help. I really encourage you, really encourage you to think not just about choosing and investing in a person, but also a process. Because when you have a process, what happens when you have a curriculum, when you have something that you are following, when there are clear tools and applications of those things that you are using? What happens then is that you become the person, you actually become the person who's doing the growth and the development and learning and iterating with the tools. And nobody can take that away from you. That's always yours. And what you do is in the process of learning the tools and using and going through the process, excuse me, that's laid out for you and learning the tools and using them, you start to then develop your own creativity as the leader of yourself, in your self-leadership team, your own creativity on how you then use the tools, how you adapt them, how you apply them. So again, you're developing yourself. And that is so priceless. Like that is so priceless. And so then access to the person is like the cherry on top. I mean, don't get me wrong. It is hype in my coaching groups. Like, don't get me wrong. I know my value. Okay. I love Love, love, love on the spot coaching. I love our hot seat calls where it's like, all right, whoever, come on, one, come many, drop your question, drop your concern on the table and let's go. Like, I don't know what people are going to say. I don't know what's coming, but I love those because it keeps me sharp, you know, and it helps me even see like the new ways, the infinite ways that, you know, this process that I've developed and my curriculum is so deeply applicable, you know, and I love, I love, love, love those sessions. And, and I have to tell you what I learned in now having this business and coaching for a while now and seeing the client wins is that what's even better than that, what's even better than those live magical moments, truly for me as a coach is when people come through, when they come through our online community and they're posting a win. And it's all them. They're like, yeah, I finished module 2.2. It was great. (laughs) I experienced like a life-changing moment. I finished the template, the worksheet. I applied it the next week. 
my life has changed and this is the result, you know, knocked out the paper, it's done, you know. I had a career altering conversation with my mentor. I approached that conversation in a way I never have before and it's done, right? Like I totally shifted the way I thought about this decision and I feel free. And that happens all within themselves because that is the strength, that's the value that's in the process and the curriculum that I put effort into from the very, very, very beginning because I always wanted, again, that distinction between just investing in the person or the process. So those are my thoughts because I get a lot of you coming through my DMs and a lot of you send me emails asking about like, well, should I do this? Should I do this? Referrals, all that stuff. Like, I mean, those are great. Like, I'm always happy to try to help, but I think the underlying concept is here, which is that you want to develop yourself. You're not creating a new codependent relationship. You're developing yourself. And I really think my own experience has been myself and going through like business coaching and that whole experience, which y'all know I've said, if you want to grow, if you want to be stretched, if you want to go through the ringer of personal development, start a business. Oh my God. But anyway, my own personal experience, I will tell you, like, I've also been captivated by like, ooh, the shiny, like, ooh, this person is amazing. And thinking, you know what, just being in proximity with this person, I'll just be so motivated, right? So like, yeah, I'm in, like, sign me up, because just, I just know just being in the proximity, that'll be motivation. Yeah, y'all, that works for about, I don't know, three, four weeks, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it is true. It works for a little while, and then it wears off. And then the question is really, okay, but what, what is the process here, right? What's the meat? right? What's the curriculum? How can I apply this today? How can I start shifting things for me? That's really where it is. And so I experienced that personally, and I knew I could see clearly the difference. And so my personal business coach, Jerisha Hawk, is like amazing at this. Her processes are insane and so, so, so helpful, so streamlined, no fluff, you know, no, I mean, if people ask me like, gosh, the curriculum is so powerful. Kimmy, like, how did you come up with this? Like, and I was like, listen, the example, like from the beginning, I had my goal. This is useful immediately. It's no fluff. It's actionable theory to action in real time. And then also, you know, something else that I think is also just like a part of me as a clinician researcher, just who I am. It's iterative all the time. So I'm constantly refining. I'm constantly upgrading. I'm constantly updating. If somebody's like, hey, this was confusing, I'm like the detective, like, ooh, okay, tell me how, tell me which way, and then immediately go in, update the text, re-record the video, you know, really making sure that it's clear. So that's really what I encourage you to do, and just as, so when you're looking for coaching, you know, I encourage you to do that, but also just to zoom out to one second to the rest of our career, just to zoom out, you can think about this, we can think about this for ourselves or, mm, potential collaborators, mm. <laughs> right, y'all, how we work with people, because oftentimes, too, in academic medicine, we can get caught up in a culture of personality. Y'all know what I'm talking about. We can get caught up, and I'm talking about ourselves and others. Oh, I just show up, just me, just bring me to the table, I'm enough, or, you know, or I just need this VIP person. I just need this person on here to check this box. And like, that's all I need. Now, again, I just want to preface again, you are enough. Yes. Especially my women of color, my black women listening, just walk into the room, sit, just say something. And that's enough. Now, 
why that's true for you is that it's oftentimes that you are already overworking, overachieving. Like you're already making sure that you meet every single criteria for being able to open your mouth before you do. And that's why I'm saying, yes, of course you're enough. Just show up and speak. And that's enough because I know what it's like. I know what it's like to have that internal list and criteria in your head for all the things you need to check off before you're even willing to open your mouth and say something. So that's why I want to be clear. Like, yes, of course, I believe you're enough. And when you're talking about value and you're talking about not just the initial moment of inspiration or value on a grant or an idea, but you're talking about the follow through. You're talking about not just the development of the intervention, but the testing, the refining, the making sure it actually works. When you're talking about the long game, it's never just about anybody's one personality. Never. And in fact, the people who operate that way, we actually, you will notice that there's like this graveyard behind them of like stalled projects, you know, things halfway taken off, no real landing, right? Because after all the inspo and motivation wears off, where is the content, right? Where's the value? So it's the same way you can think about when you are looking out for both how you yourself operate and also collaboration. Like, okay, take me out of it. Take me out of it. And what's the value on the page? What's the process? I think about this and what's the idea? Take me out of it. Take my quote opinion out of it. And let's talk about what's the actual perspective here I'm bringing to the table. What are the theories that I'm bringing to the table? What are the concepts that I'm advocating that we adapt? to deal with this issue. How are we then analyzing that? How are we assessing? How are we evaluating? How are we critiquing the way we evaluate? Put it on the page. It's not just about the rant, y'all. It's about the content, the substance. How can somebody then take this and use it and apply it to their area? I think about that every time I give a talk. I think about that every time I write a paper. Like I sit there and I want to be like, how can this be actionable? Right. How can somebody read this? And it's not just I'm soaring because your words are interesting, but this is what I get to take from it. The difference between I'm reading this and I'm motivated. Yay. And then what do I do next? The difference between that and like not only am I motivated and, and inspired, but I'm doing this tomorrow. Right. Not just am I motivated and you've blown my mind, but you shifted my practice. You've changed my life. Right. You've indelibly made a difference that sticks. The difference between that is literally the difference between the personality and the process that I'm talking about, right? Make it tangible. And it's not always about something like an action step. Sometimes it is about a different way of thinking, but it's the choice to think about that in a clear way. And in our research, I think a lot of that, that part, the quote unquote mindset part is about theory, the frameworks, right? Bringing in the intellectual arguments, making you know, creating the metaphors so people can see and can relate and can understand how they can shift their thinking around something. And then, of course, the tangible is, you know, the tangible. We know what that looks like. Okay, what do I do tomorrow? How do I think about this problem? How do I analyze this in a different way so that I'm not obscuring, you know, the answer? Even to community engagement, you know, one of the earlier papers I published was like, listen, people talk about, yes, engage, connect with the community. You know what? Like, I'm putting this down on paper. Like, I want to detail. I want to be very specific on what this looked like. Step one, step two, step three. And obviously, I'm not the only person to do this. I'm not saying I'm the only person to do this. But I'm saying that part of the reason why I embarked on that process is that I never wanted I never wanted it to feel or look like, oh, you know, because of this, my personality, this happened, right? Because of who I am, this happened. No, 
It was because I read and thought and prepared. And then I sat down and we had a process and we iterated. We figured out what didn't work, what did, even in relationship building. And then I knew, I was like, I want to write about this so I can see for myself, this is what we did. And that's how I can help somebody in the future, right? So yes, I can always storytell, but also there's a process. And so, you know, I bring that really to almost everything I do. I really try to always think that way. I think it helps my rigor in everything I do, in my research and in my coaching business and in my coaching services. Yes. And I think the last thing that I'll just end with is that when you're oriented this way, and also if you're thinking about, you know, doing coaching, when your coach is oriented this way, the other reason why this is so helpful is that it moves you from a place where the only thing they can help you with is something they've already experienced themselves, right, into a place where they don't have to have the exact same personal experience that you have had in order to help you. And so, again, applicable not just in coaching, but also thinking about, like, in research, thinking about everything else. And that is truly when you know that no matter what, you will get value, right? That's when you really know, oh, okay, this is a sure bet. Because it's not about whether you've experienced the exact same scenario I'm in. It's about whether you developed a process, whether you developed curriculum, whether you developed those tangible pieces of tool and strategy that I can use that you have been able to demonstrate are widely applicable and effective. All right, y'all. That is it for this week. Thank you for accompanying me on my drive (laughs) today. I hope this was helpful for you. If this was, if there was a gem that you took away from this that was helpful, that shifted something, let me know. This is part of the iteration I'm talking to y'all about. It helps me to understand how does it land? Why did it land? What was different about the other ways that you thought or heard about it? Or, you know, you can just send some love. I also like that too. (laughs) Hello Achiever. You can find me on Instagram, on Facebook, or Twitter, all at my government name, Kemi Dole, K-E-M-I-D-O-L-L. Please hit me up in DMs or post and tag me. Love to hear your takeaway. And always hit the link in any of the bios on any of those to jump on my way, on my um, email list. If you are not already, the newsletter is always fire. And there are gems that I put in there that nobody else gets. All right, y'all have a great week. Take care. Love ya. Thank you so much for listening with me today. I appreciate your time as I know it's so valuable. I hope this episode was helpful to you. And I hope you feel energized to go out and claim your unapologetic career. See you soon.